Gotta tell you, Sam, that first sip, that first sip of the whiskey? day after, or just beer in this instance, oh, yeah. <laughs> the day after, putting them one on, like really tying one on. Yeah. Is that, that first sip's a tough one. It's a good sip, though. But uh, allow me to say the following. I'm going to quote the great Louis Jordan. Okay. What's the use of getting sober when you're going to get drunk again? Hey. Let's start the show. <laughs> Seems to be the story of our lives. Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League and FA Cup as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the identical uh, identical to me, quite hungover, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Um, actually a little bit better than you to be honest, but uh still hungover, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's uh I, I I would say I drank a considerable bit more yeah. than you did last Probably. night. Probably. You know. We but, both, however, drank a considerable amount. Yes we did. There's a lot of whiskey. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody, by the way, as yes, we are recording. Happy St. Patty's Day. Uh we are recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. Should you want to get in chat with us, there are many ways that you can. Sammy. Tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure. On the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, we are at DU Football Show and DU Football Show at gmail.com to reach out via email. Um, again, thank you for everybody that reached out to us uh, during games again this week. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, chatting back and forth uh, through the old DMs that you slid into. Yep. Or as I always like to say, you can just get in your car and drive your happy ass over here as we have a uh, guest with us tonight. Uh, My fearless leader. Absolutely. From uh, from the uh, Baltimore Stupid Gooners. Uh, <laughs> That's all. That's all. <laughs> we have uh, Simon. Simon, how you doing today, man? I'm great, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Um, so obviously you um, you know have a defect in your brain, much like Sam, and you root for Arsenal. I apologize in advance for that. Um, but uh, tell us what you do with uh, the local group. Sure. Uh, I'm, uh, along with my buddy, Mike Cavanaugh, who's the godfather of the Baltimore Arsenal Supporters Group, we are the co-branch managers of Charm City Gooners. Uh, we are located, our home base is located at the Abbey in Federal Hill. Um, we are probably about 150 members strong this year. Um, that We just celebrated a good win over Manchester United. We do game watches, match watches for all Premier League, FA Cup when we're in it. Uh, now Europa, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, at the Abbey and we have a great time and it's a great group. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, a lot of friendships made up there. It's a, it's a blast. Very it cool. is an absolute blast going to the Abbey. Uh, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and we both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirit. So that being said, we vow as the red blooded Americans, we are to have a drink throughout our, in our hands throughout this show and every show. Even when we're a drunken mess like I am today, Sammy, we're drinking a dandy. What are we having today? I have to first mention that all of the words that you said are written down on this paper. Right. This is the only part of the show that's scripted. Right. Every word is written down. You read them in completely the wrong order, but it still made sense. Right, because I'm I not didn't, sure how that because I didn't look at the paper this time. This time I just had it in I my just, hand. It wasn't looking. <laughs> the booze is working, guys. I was trying to read it, and I was like, "That's not what it's. Oh, it is what it says." But where did it go, Sam? I drank anyway. the better part of a bottle of whiskey last night, and way too many uh, Guinness. And I know. I'm not a Guinness I know. drinker. I was there. I was there. All right, Maybe. what are we drinking? Gotta, uh, we gotta... have Glendalock 13 year old, which is a single malt Irish whiskey. Uh, comes in at 92 proof, 89.99 to 94.99 on the shelf. Um, but the interesting thing about this is it's finished in Mizanora oak, 
uh, which is wood that's found in Japan, of all places. Yes, it um, is. Do you know anything more about that? Uh, yes, actually, Mizunora is the oak that is used for finishing Japanese single malts. Mm. Um, it looks kind of like an oversized bonsai tree. So finding pieces of wood in this tree that are going to be long enough to make a stave is very difficult to do. Um, this makes this this style of wood is incredibly expensive, and barrels can run upwards of $5,000 a barrel. Um, they're also incredibly porous. You have to uh, put reeds in between the slots of the barrels to mm-hmm. keep it from leaking. Wow. Now, because it's so porous, the one good thing about it is is that it has a um, really – it's really porous. That means there's a lot of wood contact, and the wood is amazing, and the wood is what makes this whiskey. It does taste very oaky. Is, and then you get these wonderful kind of – butterscotchy, almost creme brulee, burnt sugar kind of notes to it that are just absolutely delightful. And uh, this is one of the few spirits outside of Japan that's using... uh, using, Mizunora. Yeah. I was going to say, it actually tastes um, a bit... Deeper, darker, more complex than most Irish whiskeys that even even single malt Irish whiskeys that I've had. Yeah. Um, It's excellent. Very good. And this one also has a little clout behind it too, being uh, number 18 on Whiskey Advocate's Top 20. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. Oh. How much they pay for that? Uh, just Nothing. kidding. Just, just kidding. Good, just, just made kidding. a damn good glass of whiskey. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Let's cheers. have a great show. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Sam and Bizarro World. Um, I can't believe we're starting here. I know. But it was a slow news week, and uh, here we go. It was the most goals, so we have to talk about it. Um, oh, and by the way, a team moved to the top of the table despite every effort of not wanting to get to the top of the table. <laughs> uh, we have West Ham 4, Huddersfield Town 3, and Liverpool 2, Fulham 1. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I wrote down in my notes was, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in the twilight zone right now. Uh, Huddersfield gave away a needless penalty um, that Mark Noble dispatched. You think, honestly... This is it. Just another Huddersfield piss poor right. uh, game. Then all of a sudden, a uh, great header to equalize from uh, Aaron Moy's corner. A cheeky finish from a training ground free kick. Uh, gave Huddersfield the lead, actually. And then 20% of their goals for the season, them having scored 13 up, in, or I'm sorry, 15 up until this point, scored their third goal. Um, and again, what the fuck? Where did they all of a sudden wake up? How did this happen? I I, I wonder, um, has Huddersfield Town scored all the goals they're going to score for the rest of the season because they did it all in one game? Yeah, probably. This is like, like a it seems third like of it. their output for the year, isn't I know. it? Or like a fifth, a fifth. A fifth of their 20% output. 20% of their goals. Yeah. Right. It's in how one the, game. How those maths work out. They had, those they had pesky maths. <laughs> 15 before that. 15. He scored three. I know. It, and, yeah, no, and they're not going to score again the rest of the season. to piss it away. <laughs> they were due. They were due. Yeah, <laughs> but then Huddersfield remembered who they were, as you alluded to there. Uh, giving a goal to Ogbana, um, and then two Javier Hernandez Chitarito uh, headers. Yeah. Um, just a, a great poacher again, finds himself in the right place at the right time. Um, the first one was a solid diving header. The second one, just a neat little flick um, to the far corner. And West Ham... Stole the game essentially uh, from Huddersfield's grasp. If you, I mean, it's Huddersfield. Do they have a grasp? I just, <laughs> it, it's so weird. Apparently, that was a good one. <laughs> Found my co-host at a loss for words. 
Settle down, everybody. Settle <laughs> the fuck down. Daddy had a lot to drink last night. Um, there's really not much more to say. Just, I mean, we know Huddersfield's going down. They're, they, there's no doubt about it. They're going down. They're the last place team. Uh, we've said we were talking about this last week. We doubt they're going to get any more points. You know, unless you know, well, no, they don't play us again, so they won't get any points there. So, I'm still feeling doom and gloom, despite a wonderful game today, Sammy. Just feeling bad. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. It's yeah. I, I'm I, again. It's we've we've talked enough about it. There were seven goals. We had to open with it. There. May we never, ever, ever. And we won't because Huddersfield, like you said, Huddersfield's going down, so we won't have to talk about him next year again. Have to talk about Huddersfield down scoring three goals. Let's look more to um, Liverpool. Back at the top of the table. Now, now this they was have, an interesting game. They have a, it's a game in hand, but they they struggled. Like, yeah, legitimately. Fulham, struggled. Fulham actually showed some some fight, some resilience. They actually showed some creativity uh, again. Um, it's just it's it's too little, too late. Uh, and in this match in particular, the the cream eventually rose to the top. I think it was a, a soft penalty again, but a penalty nonetheless. Um, yep. If you don't go down, you're not going to get the call. He sold it. Uh, but it was a foul in the yeah. box. Um, so I think that was deserving. A uh, great little one-two to get Mane uh, his goal uh, to open up the scoring. But um, Liverpool, they're starting to play a little bit like Wolves. They're starting to play down to their opponents. They're starting to find it difficult uh, at the business end of the season, I see, uh, I think. Um, and at, at this point, I might count them out of the title race despite being top. Um, you know, they had to grind out a result against Fulham. It, it doesn't look good. No, no. And afterwards, you would have thought they won the World Cup. Yeah, the way... That's a dick. <laughs> it is a dick. <laughs> um, but Jurgen Klopp looked look more relieved than anything, mm. which is not the way a Liverpool side should be walking away from Craven Cottage. Yeah, so, uh, Simon, you brought up an excellent point uh, before the show when we were chatting, was, uh, you know, the penalty should have never happened in the first place because that's a ball right in the keeper's hands that right. he just padded right back into the field to play yeah he does what he's supposed to do catches that ball Mane doesn't get fouled um I not to say that Liverpool would not have eked that out but um that's that's a huge mistake it's a huge mistake I, I from a fairly neutral's point of view I don't hate Liverpool like you do mm-hmm. um I am friends with a lot of Liverpool fans the collective angst around their title run is really something to see uh this is the best season they've had in years this is the first time they have legit chance to win a title in in years. They want thirty years ago was their last title. Yep. Liverpool fans that I know aren't enjoying this. They're freaking out. They're expecting for the bottom to fall out. Uh, Big Sam and I were talking a little bit before the show about how Liverpool looks gassed. Um, uh, Mane is not taking. Uh, Mane is carrying that team, in my opinion. Um, Salah is not having things fall his way. He's working hard. Um, he's clearly trying, but. They're not getting the bounces. This this was a, a weird game for me. Um, I thought Liverpool could have been up two or three goals uh, several times. Fulham just did not go away. They didn't go away. And and for a certain point in the second half, um, Fulham was taking it to them. They they were going for those three points. And had that happened, I think I think social media uh, and Liverpool Nation would have been a sight to behold right now. But yeah. you know. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> they're um, they're they're almost as bad uh, Liverpool fans as watching uh, Gunners Arsenal after, Nation uh, on, implode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Arsenal Nation implode <laughs> on YouTube videos is some of the funniest stuff ever. It's like the weather, man. It, it changes every fifteen minutes. I mean, you we can talk about it later, but you you beat Manchester United two 0 at home, 
uh, and all the haters come out. You know, well, we should have done this, we should have done this. You know, you beat Ren 3-0 at home, and the talk 24 hours later is how we didn't get a guy who went back home to Sevilla and Manchi. I mean, it's just, it's bizarre, and um, you guys talk about this, and you live this um, all the time across the Premier League. There are certain fan bases that just cannot get a grip, and Sam and I are me- are members of one. Yeah, that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, can't we just be happy for well, just a moment? Can yeah, we just I mean, be happy. One day we're dominating the world. The next day, Rome's on fire. You know what I mean? Right. It just mm-hmm. that's how it is. I mean, it doesn't even have to be the next day. It could be that afternoon uh, with us. So, um, Ryan Babel scores for Fulham, and then chooses not to celebrate. <laughs> Here like, comes another day. Uh, son, if you had ever fucking done anything for Liverpool, then you would have a reason not to celebrate. Go ahead and celebrate. It's probably you know the only I'm, good thing you've done I to al- Liverpool ever. I also find interesting um, his red-dyed hair. Yes. Uh, is odd. I don't know why that was a choice <laughs> Pardon me. that he made. So, um, Simon, do you think it's City or Liverpool? I think right now it's City. I think City is trending up. I, we were talking about this a little bit, too. I think Liverpool, when they're playing in the Champions League, it seems like the pressure is off them. They go to Munich, they comprehensively kick Bayern's ass, uh, and then they go to Craven Cottage and they almost bottle it. Um, that team looks to me short of confidence. Um, their top goal scorer seems short of confidence. Uh, like I said, uh, Mane is is tremendous. I mean, I, I'd love to watch that guy play, but you're seeing cracks, and and I think. Klopp just works that team to death. That high line that they play has to be exhausting. And I think um, I think City has more going for them right now. I mean, they, can't, they just killed Schalke. It was, and they're deeper. They yeah. are deeper. City. I mean, The guys it, they have sitting on their bench is, is insane. But like you say, Liverpool looks gassed. What else can they turn to? They can't. The, Zernan Shakiri? Well, look, so, mm-hmm. so you... Right. No, Lalana's L- healthy, so that's what uh, Jurgen said. He was like, "Ah, Lalana's healthy. We'll be all right. We'll be yeah. fine now." Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. You'll be fine. Um, they were talking about about sort of shoring up Liverpool's midfield. I think is is the one thing right now that's not firing on all cylinders. And we can talk about Salah's struggles a little bit, but their midfield looks a little shaky to me. And when you, when you're talking about turning to guys like Milner and Henderson to kind of right the ship for a team that's competing against City and all their thoroughbreds, that's that's yeah. out of that's out with of balance. A, with a, a pension age, James Milner is is who you're turning to 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 turn results for you. Right. It just it. The other problem I have with Liverpool at the moment is they go to Munich midweek and look extraordinary. They defeat Bayern Munich um, and come away with that game looking the deserved and rightful you know Liverpool place in in Europe as they they normally. You know, traditionally are at least. And they'll minus. tell you. <laughs> right. No, yeah. exactly. They'll never let you forget about it. But they go to Craven Cottage and have to scrape a result against essentially a relegated team already. Yeah. It, yeah. That inconsistency, you know, in, in sure, they got the three points in, 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 in both matches. They got the win in, in both matches. But it, it the level of performance dropped tremendously against Fulham. And you just, you can't have that. I mean, that's not going to win you a title that way. I, it just I, isn't. I keep saying it. They look scared. They look like they're trying not to lose the league. And then you see City take the field. And that is a team with two eyes on the prize in every single competition. They are poised. They are ready. And they want it. And it just seems like they want it more than Liverpool does. Yeah, agreed. 
So rounding up the rest of the league games this weekend, uh, we have Leicester City 2, Burnley 1, Bournemouth 2, Newcastle 2, and holy shit, Everton 1, Everton 2, Chelsea 0. Um, <laughs> let's start off with uh, Leicester Burnley. Sammy, you called this score dead on. Dead on, I told you. Even against 10 men, uh, with Harry Maguire having a case of the unluckies. Uh, <laughs> um they just tried to get the other side to to run back in, ended up clipping um, the player's heels and uh, took him down, being the last defender, and it not being a penalty. So double jeopardy wasn't an issue. Send him off. It's a red card right away. Yeah, yeah I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even really that hard or malicious of a foul. He just clipped him a little, but uh, it's... That's a red. Yeah, nah, Bye-bye. I mean, it's yeah, over. He, That's he, it. You're out. He saw red like Gwen Stefani and Sublime, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. Make him uh, with the funny Sammy is. Thank you. Um, now, it, it it's unfortunate. It, you know, every defender's found themselves in that position at one point or another. It's just one of those things. Um, but to the letter of the law, it's correct. Uh, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think there was any malice behind it, obviously. Um, it just was a little clip of the heels, but he was the last guy, and, uh, and that was the end of it. Um, besides that, the uh, uh, Damari Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, was the player sacrifice they brought in West Morgan, which proved to be a masterstroke uh, from old Brendy Rogers, um, as West Morgan headed in the uh, the winner uh, late in the game. Yet the uh, you look at the score and you're like, okay, well, you know, two to one, Burnley doesn't have much going forward. Burnley actually really bossed the match. They took it after after going down one nothing. Yeah, but against ten responded, men, you're going to. They responded quickly. Yeah, but it was it's still it's it. I would have figured Burnley might have tried to play it safe and just get the point because one point is better than no points. Yeah, but Burnley had yeah. 17 opportunities yeah. or so that I counted, uh, even just in the highlights. Yeah, and they got, um, they where got, they were on the door, a, they got yeah. screwed out of a PK, too. It should have been a penalty. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely got screwed um, McNeil out of a PK. with another goal, the young uh, young McNeil, uh, mm-hmm. their left back. Um, good for him again. Um, but young James Madison, who you said last week has been playing poorly uh, of late with a peach of a free kick yeah absolutely yep. word word prouse esque may we say oh that's uh, i think that's a little bit lofty that uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, he put it up in the 90s man he, it, well heaton did get a hand to it but that's just because heaton's is been a boss real right now yeah. he's Incredible. so good he's england's number two yes yeah he is he's behind now, he's, uh get the rave on jordan pickford <laughs> get the rave on son who pitched a shutout today baby I'm feeling so good about that. No, I'm not. I'm still feeling awful. Um, anywho, uh, let's get to uh, Bournemouth and uh, Newcastle. Um, the Cherries surprisingly giving up a lead at home. That I know, does not happen. Another free kick that was James Ward-Prowse-esque mm-hmm. from the big Venezuelan, um, Solomon from Rondon. Rondon. Yep. Beauty that. It was a beauty. We'll see. The beauty was is he didn't have to run because, you know, he's, you know, Typically looks like he's eaten about ten or twelve <laughs> ham sandwiches. He's about three you know stone right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves himself a Yorkshire pudding. That yeah, guy, yes, absolutely he does. does. <laughs> um, Josh King with the uh, brace in the match as well. Yeah, um, he actually scored a penalty this time. Uh, good for him. Um, I believe it was a penalty. Uh, to be honest, um, for pulling down Nathan Ake uh, on a set piece. Yeah, um, it wrapped him up pretty good. Now Ake again sold it. I don't think he did anything to to send him flying that much, but. Um, these days, we talk about it time and time again. If you don't go down, you're not going to get the call. So Precisely. You have to, you know, at that point, you have to do what you have to do. If you don't <laughs> and, hit the ground, they're not going to call the foul. And also know um, sometimes that if you go down, there may not be a whistle. 
you know right exactly they may think you're they may think you're faking you're, it right um uh, and then a lovely goal for the second one uh from Josh King uh the aptly english name Josh King who's from Denmark yes uh i think is he really <laughs> yeah, it's either Denmark Danish. or Norway yeah one of the two but he's named Josh King with no J's or K's or anything else. Uh, umlauts. Uh, yeah, uh, no O's with the line through it. Is that an umlaut? No. What's an umlaut? That's the, the Oh, the dot. two dots? The oh, I got it. Yeah. I, was a, I did math in school. I was not an English guy. Uh, I didn't know what an umlaut was. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. yeah, cheers. Thanks, guys, for the support. Um, Matt Ritchie, then, uh, with, a, with, a great, um, with a great goal, uh, again, to secure the draw for New, uh, uh, Newcastle. Um Lovely finish, uh, and you know Bournemouth just being more resilient than Everton, and uh, you know kept Newcastle at bay enough to get a point out of that game. Yes, and then <laughs> that's a dig. <laughs> yes, I'm fully aware of that. And then we turn around and shut out Chelsea. It has taken two full seasons for Everton to finally beat a top six side, but it has finally happened. And this is something I'm you, I'm sure you can go back and listen to me bitching and moaning about back when we played Tottenham. And uh, we had the two goal lead, and then shipped them uh, six and you lost s- six. You to said Twatnam wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> so, it, f- fi- I mean, finally a win against the top six, and I should feel a whole lot more happier about it. And but we, it was it was a masterclass from you guys. Actually, um, you played look, very well. Didn't Chelsea, look good in the first. Chelsea had a couple of opportunities. Uh, I think of an Iguain, uh a shot from outside the box that, that Pickford saw late, got a strong hand to it. Mm-hmm. Um, took a slight deflection, uh, I think. Um, but, Hazard had one on the near post in the first half that yeah. uh, Pickford saved. Yeah, um, and, and there was Hazard one ball one cleared off, off the, the post as well. There was one cleared off the line uh, by your boys as well. Um, but Richarlison popped up, Johnny on the spot, um, following a, a decent save from um, Keppa, uh, but probably should have done better to not put it in a position where somebody could get to it. And then I don't know what happened to the Chelsea defense. It just <laughs> fell asleep. There was nobody around Richarlison uh, when he headed that ball home. Yeah, walked um, right in. Yeah. Um, I, you got to expect better, you know, better than that. That's not sorry system. That's not some ridiculous, you know, unlucky stuff. That's just basic stay switched on as a defense. And they didn't. Um, but overall, just a, a great performance for you guys. You kind of nullified Jorginho, which seems to be the key to unlocking uh, Chelsea. I, I think one of the things that that Chelsea has shown to struggle in, and one of the reasons why I liked Everton, at least he got a point in this match before today, was that going forward, Everton has so much talent when you consider um, Seagerson, when you consider um, Richarlison. Yeah. Um, I love their young striker. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Lewin. Calvin Lewin, yeah. Uh, and, and Chelsea has shown issues with athletic, fast, attackers yep. um the the chelsea midfield is still not right um and this this is a product of sorry bringing Jorginho in and and moving conte out, moving of, conte out of his best yeah. i mean the, the guy was a footballer of the year i know playing a position that he was moved he's out the of. best defensive midfielder in the world right Aspicueta has his place back but that chelsea uh center back pairing is, is still pretty soft to me keppa has not covered himself in glory in my opinion so uh everton took a while to grow into the game and don't you love that what we say actually comes to fruition with normal people as well? She she loves hearing terms like you know, yeah. yourself a glory. She loves that. It's fantastic. Uh, do so we have happy. to take a shot for that? <laughs> oh, oh your, your, your shot will be coming, oh, my God. friend. Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, but you're, you're absolutely correct. The, the midfield is, is ridiculously unbalanced. You got um, 
a forward line that for whatever reason can't figure each other out like they normally do. Um, and Maurizio Sarri's ideas are not coming across to these players properly. I, and I wonder, you know, let's give Everton credit. I wonder if, you know, as, as Big Sam said, Hazard hit the post. Uh, Iguain did a good chance, get a good job, I should say, to put himself in position to take that shot. But Pickford made a good save and it was cleared pretty much off the line. Um, I feel like Chelsea will rue the fact that they didn't go up 2-0. And Everton did a good job of, of withstanding the storm. And then I think from the from the second half whistle on, Everton bossed that game. Uh, it, Absolutely. It, it was. It yes, was, for sure. Uh, again, the tale of two halves with my team. It's, you know, <laughs> That's right. It, the week before we play great in the first half and have a 2-0 lead. And then we ship three goals in the second half and look out. Look like a high horrific. school team. Yeah, yeah it's, it's what we keep doing. Um, I think. I think I'm pretty safe in saying now I really do think Chelsea's going to be the sixth place team. I don't even think they're really going to have a shot at the Champions League spot. I, I keep thinking it's going to be you guys and United. I, I think Spurs are going to fall out too. I, re- I really think it's going to be you guys and United. Yeah. they're. I mean, Spurs are garbage. That's you know what it boils down to. Well said. That That's great, hard-hitting analysis. Sam. Good radio. Be- beautifully done. Kind of I drop in money. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, mic drop. In this week of, oh, so that happened, we're going to recap the FA Cup quarterfinal. Watford 2, Palace 1, Manchester City 3, Swansea 2, Wolverhampton 2, Man U out, Arsenal's record is safe. Yeah. Brighton 3, and get the fuck out of here, Millwall 2. (laughs) (laughs) No VAR again, which could have saved him this time, I think. Exactly. (laughs) How about that? Serves you right, you proper bastards. Cheaters, tram shamocrity. Tram shamocrity. You love when I say it, so I just I know, say it. Because it's you. not a word. So um, we had made a little agreement amongst ourselves is that we would uh, do a shot of Malort in the FA Cup if our team went out. And though you were not privy to this rule, I say by proxy, you know, being you know affiliated with you know a supporter club, I I personally think you should you know, show responsibility and solidarity with your your fellow Arsenal brethren. And I'd like to hand you a shot of uh, Jepson's Malort for your first time enjoying. The Ooh. things we do for our ball club. Um, <laughs> what am I drinking? This is called <laughs> Jepson's Malort. It is a Polish bitter, and um, it just tastes fucking awful. Oh, well, here's to the Arsenal. I'm, I'm happy to do it. Wait, you did this, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've had... The f- How many times have we lost? Six times yeah. this year? Yeah. I've had six shots. Oh, great. <laughs> I've uh, had a lot. Gentlemen, to you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's so gross. I can't even look. I'm not really sure what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It doesn't taste well, like it makes sense. You guys were fucking kidding. I mean, the, <laughs> it's really the finish that gets you, right? Yeah, it's that lovely trail of bile in your throat, isn't it? It tastes like death. (laughs) Um, I love you, Arsenal, but... ah, It is consistently voted the worst alcohol in the world. And it's a challenge shot of Chicago. Um, If you go there, people will give it to you, knowing full well it sucks. And it has an oobloch. Why to fuck with you? I mean, why do they do this? absolutely. 100%. Nobody knows what it is. 
Because why not? They actually on on face <laughs> on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Whenever we talk about having to do a shot of it, like they favor it. They think it's fantastic that that people are the, that we're doing it because our club lost. Like as in punishment, he they they it's fabulous. Yeah. So um, welcome to the club of Malort. There you are. I'm um, happy to be here. So happy you know, to be a member. <laughs> well, now you'll uh, you know it's you know five minutes from now you'll still taste it. It'll be good. So um, Sammy, another one you called spot on. Watford to uh, Palace one. You know I'm just here to make you guys money. You know, um, Palace in my opinion were the better team, uh, but Watford the far more dangerous. Uh, Watford. Didn't control as much as the ball as Palace did, uh, but they took their opportunities. Uh, yep. And that was basically the story of the game. Um, both keepers played okay. Um, Herlio Gomez had a couple of issues. Uh, and then on, on the other side, to be honest with you, I don't even know his name, the backup for, for Palace that was in net. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did not look assured at all with any ball that came into the box. Decent shot stopper, uh, but terrible in the air uh, with crosses and, and, and things of that nature. Um, just very undecisive. And... Um, and Watford, you know, did what they had to do, and uh, now find themselves in the semifinals of the <laughs> FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and you got you got to like their chances. You really do. I mean, they're it's them and uh, Wolverhampton playing each other yeah. in the next in the semifinal. Yep, and, and the, the the ball from Pereira uh, for the winner to um, <laughs> Gray uh, running in was absolutely brilliant, sublime, perfect, right in stride. Didn't have to break stride. Checked his shoulder, saw where the ball was. Didn't even look at the goalkeeper. Just swung a boot. Uh, and off of his weaker left foot, um, kind of surprised the goalkeeper, it seemed. Like, he expected him to take a touch and set himself, but he didn't. Uh, just just hit it first time, picked it right out of the air. Miss hit a little bit, uh, but snuck in at the near post. It was excellent. So, uh, moving on to City. Uh, they decided to uh, make it interesting, didn't they? Going down 2-0. Fabian Delts uh, celebrating his England call-up with a horrendous uh, tackle yeah. to give Swansea uh, a penalty. Um but again, the cream rose to the top. You know, uh, Swansea had a decent bit of football uh, for the second goal and found themselves two nil up. Uh, but then, as Swansea did last season, could not figure their defense out. Keeper kept them in it for quite a while. Yeah, they, he, I mean, yeah, they scored all the goals at the end. City did, but they had more. Than oh, they had chances plenty of chances before. And and to be honest, the the penalty from Aguero, um, he missed. It hit the post. Yeah, just unlucky. Hit the back of the goalkeeper and, and went in. Goes in yeah. the net. It's one of those things. Um, he didn't actually score that himself. That's why it was rated an own goal um, uh, in the official stats. Uh, but Aguero with a stooping header uh, to seal the three points, uh, not three points, to seal advancement uh, in the FA Cup to the semifinals uh, where they'll face Brighton. Yeah, yeah, face Brighton. I got to feel pretty confident seeing who all's left. I, I, I really do like City's chances. Simon, do you think City's going to pull a quadruple? No. I no, hope not. I, 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 I hope not. Here, Here's the thing about City, and we just sort of sang their praises, and I fucking hated to do it. And I would have done the shot of Malor for having to praise City, <laughs> honestly. Um, they deserve it. But I think that the quad would be incredible, and I don't think they're going to – I honestly don't think that they're going to win the Champions League. I know that they are the odds-on favorites, um, and I hope they not they play, play uh, Spurs, right? hope they fucking knock them yes. out. But I, I, I just – it's a real, a real hard ask, and I, and I think something's got to give for them, um, uh, and I don't think that um, they're gonna. I actually, don't think they're gonna win the FA Cup either. Hmm. Who, who do you like for the FA Cup? Well, I was gonna say when you were when I didn't realize. I guess the draw was done after the Millwall yeah, match today. Right after, yeah, immediately following. I'm kind of upset that that Wolves and uh, Wofford have to play each other. Um, 
in terms of teams in the Premier League that I have found fun to watch, both those teams. I I hate Fat Drake. I hate Troy Deeney with a passion. <laughs> Fat Drake. But I but I <laughs> like classic. Watford. I like uh, Watford. Melissa, I think we got the show title. Yeah, Fat Drake. Fat Drake. <laughs> yeah. I hate him. I he, That's fucking brilliant. Well, he I uh, uh, this is a complete sidebar. He a couple of years ago when they came to the Emirates he was talking a bunch of shit. He got a penalty. He scored, and he did something that I thought was disrespectful. And since then, he's been on my list. Um, I'm with you 100%. But I, I, I don't like the fact that they have to play each other in, in the semis. I would love to see one of them take out City first and then and then them play each other in the final. Yeah, it would have been brilliant. The 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 only redeeming quality that Watford had for me is that Elton John is is a former owner and one of their... They have a stand named after him. Absolutely. The Sir it's Elton crazy. John stand. Oh, yeah. When I saw that, I thought that it was a joke. I thought they were having a laugh or they were advertising one of his, no. his new yeah. albums. No. They named it for him. Yeah. And he sits cool. there with his son in the box. Not quite the Rod Stewart crying <laughs> when Celtic... They, they beat Barcelona or they, they eke out a draw in the Champions League a couple I years ago? I think they beat them at Celtic Park and yeah, then got annihilated yeah. in uh, at the Camp Nou. Special but moments, yeah. special moments. Yeah, yeah, I think they won 2-1 um, at, at uh, Parkhead, uh, if I remember correctly. And then they got beat 5 or 6-0 at, uh, at Barcelona. It should be a, a good, well, that should be a really good match. And then uh, Man City and Brighton is going to be a fucking... It's going to be a disgrace. It's going to be set. I mean, you saw what they did to Chelsea no, and, at the yeah. Etihad. It'll be that again. I, yeah, I. you know, playing at FC Homeless's stadium, I think, is going to give Brighton the onus to, to do something. And, and despite, as we'll talk about shortly, um, some of their shortcomings, I think that they have the fight and the resilience. I think they have the belief um, to actually go and do something. It's a one-off game at a neutral venue. And uh, with some wily old operators, you know, uh, in Anthony Knockhart, in in Glenn Murray, mm-hmm. um, in the two center backs, uh, Dunk and um, Duffy, and Duffy, uh, and Dale Stevens as well. Um, they've got some. They got some great defenders. They have a decent goalkeeper in, in Matt Ryan. I think they're gonna. I think they might be okay in that match. Well, and we we have heard all of us who who love the game and follow the game about the waning influence of the FA Cup. Um, and whether or not it's still it's magic, it's well, it is magic for Wolves, for Watford, <laughs> and for Brighton because it means something. It's That's a chance right. to win a trophy for Absolutely. them, and I think you'll a get a chance to get into Europe. Yeah, exactly. And it, it it's it's their best, it's their best chance on the biggest uh, stage. I I think, I think it'll be a really really compelling semifinal round. Um, I think Manchester City will get to the finals, but I don't think they'll win. Very good. All right. Very good. Um, so on to the last match. It took the final two minutes of the match uh, for Brighton to get their heads out of their asses and score a couple of goals and send it into extra time, where um, now it's I'm fucking done talking about you, Millwall. <laughs> loses. <laughs> Still better. Loses, huh? on, loses on penalties. Still better like Malort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see VAR <laughs> fucked them over for once. <laughs> That was fabulous because VAR helped them against us because that was a goddamn handball. I'm well, still saying it. The, this was so, this year. I, yeah. I, I, I want to know the source of the bitterness. The, it, it's because of the loss. They didn't the have VAR. Loss. That's the point. Yeah. Um, no VAR, I mean. Yes. Right. They didn't. So VAR did help them, essentially, because it was non-existent. Uh, Again, against I drank you a lot last night. With Sam. the hand of God uh, against you guys that yeah. scored the 3-2 uh, result, yes. wasn't it? Earlier yep. in the competition. Uh, and this time... Um, Brighton were 
uh, I'm sorry, Millwall. Yes, were onside and had a goal disallowed for offside. Right. Yeah. Too bad. So sad. It, we <laughs> the the London Metropolitan Police will probably be glad that Millwall did not make the semis. Yeah. I, I feel like that club, and I know one or two Millwall fans. Um, that club is the only club in England that didn't get the memo that the hooligan era has is ended. over. Um, uh, and also the the era of tolerance is upon us, and right. uh, they like to chant racist shit from the stands. Oh as yeah, well. they definitely like to do yeah. that too. Well, um, I think they wear that badge with pride, um, which is weird. It's well, ridiculous. So um, I, there's no love lost uh, between Mel Wilball and anybody else, and apparently yeah. Big Sam. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was good to see uh, the if this was a team in a lower division uh, where the players could actually be got at. Um, for Brighton's second goal, I would say there was an air of match fixing about it. I'm not leveling any real oh, he, allegations. He flat up dropped the ball, like right through his hands. Fucking patty cake stuff. Yeah. What are you doing? Like right Ch- between his hands. Ch- right between his hands. I mean, that was. Car- I've never seen anything that like was it. Almost like uh, L- curious. <laughs> you know. <laughs> God, I remember. <laughs> isn't beautiful he, sp- moments isn't like he spending that. Lent at Besiktas or somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Off in the desert. Yep. Oh, terrible. He still has a concussion. He's still concussed. <laughs> That's right. It was really windy over there that day. Is, yes. Is what I heard. Clearly, exceptionally windy. Um, yeah. It, you know, Glenn Murray missed a penalty uh, during a penalty shootout. Um, extra time, by the way, gave us nothing. Right. Uh, it was kind of cagey. Uh, just everybody trying to get two pens. Yeah. Um, Glenn Murray with the first penalty struck against the bar. You started to get nervous. Uh, but then Matt uh, Matt Ryan came up with a massive save on their yeah. fourth, third penalty. Third, brilliant third penalty. save. Yeah. Really nice um, save. A wonderful save. <laughs> guess right and guess so right that the ball actually hit him in the knees. Yeah. He yeah, anticipated he it, it so well. Yeah, absolutely. He was ahead of the play. Um, uh, ahead of the ball, I mean. And um, and then they just finished him off. It was, you know, Dale Stevens uh, scoring his penalty. Yep. Go and, on your son. Yep. Fine. And Millwall's uh, final misses. Flat out missed. I lo- you know what net. else I love? I love seeing grown men do a, like a pile on. Right. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Seeing grown men do a pile on is fun. Oh. And they did one. Yep. Uh, and you know what? Good. Made me good, smile. Good, good on Brighton. Made it, made it to a semifinal. You get, you get a day in Wembley. That's yeah. pretty freaking cool. Good. Yeah. On well, you. I mean, they had a day in Wembley earlier because FC homeless, they had to play them. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. What and, little you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, Sammy goes three and two this week. I go two and three, which I will gladly lose one of those because I picked Everton to draw and they won. So I am happy with the win. You know what's sad? What? Is we did not include the FA Cup predictions into this score. I was mm. four for four. You're four for four. Four well, for fucking four. Yeah. Are, are you done sweating yourself? Oh no! Would you, would you like to brag about yourself me? a little more? You've met me, right? Yeah, I'm the most arrogant son of a bitch you ever wanted to talk to. Those are like to. exhibition games, right? They <laughs> don't count because you didn't include them. Yeah. No, yeah, we don't. The this is only the league yeah. for our predictions for our record, uh, and actually, we have three shots of Malort on the line. So is if, the whoever loses has to do three shots in one show. So uh, Sam is now currently two, two spots, games ahead. Two games ahead. Um, two games ahead. This is the largest lead he's had the entire season, and he's only had a lead twice you know what it's been me all season i have two feet 
as two footsteps myself. <laughs> I'm starting to go off into the distance. All right. So we um, there's an international break next weekend. So we are going to still do a show. We're going to do kind of like a, a wind down for the season. We're going to talk about some of the young players. Where do we think some people may, uh, may, end may up, move on yeah. to? Just kind, kind of, of our own. And not as boring as the actual transfer roundup that I did, but our transfer rumor uh, that we're going to just make up. Much yeah. like most of the English papers, I was, was going to say the English press yeah. is allowed to do it. We're so going to hang up. Uh, we're going to. I have a dartboard in my garage, and mm-hmm. we're going to hang up teams. We're going to hang up young players. We're going to throw darts at it. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Very good. You know, Knockhart, Man City. All right, so we're uh, predicting for uh, two weeks from now. Uh, so the this will be week thirty one, and it'll be the March thirtieth and thirty first. So uh, Saturday morning uh, starts with Manchester City heading to Fulham, and I don't, I, you know what I see? I see City showing Liverpool what you're supposed to do to a team like Fulham, and they're going to yeah. beat them four to one. I've got four nil. All right, good. Uh, we have five uh, midday games. So first off, we have uh, Brighton hosts Southampton in a potential six. Uh, pointer. I'm going to say Brighton wins two to one. I have two one as well. Got it. Uh, Burnley travel. I mean, Wolves travel to Burnley. I'm going to say one one in an ugly draw because Jesus Wolves Christ. loves to play down. I have people. one one also. Did you read these before you? No, no. I just think you're picking what I pick so that you can make sure you keep that two game lead. <laughs> hey, that'd be smart, but I didn't do that. I promise. So uh, next up, Palace welcome uh, Huddersfield. I'm going to go two nil to Palace. Yeah, I think uh, Huddersfield kind of blew their load. Yeah, that's it. No more goals. Yeah, I don't think they have anything left in the tank. They are now done scoring. Um, I have two nil also, by the way. Bournemouth go to uh, Leicester. I'm going to go two to one to the Foxes simply because it's a road game and Bournemouth doesn't particularly do well. Simply because I picked it right last time. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I hear you. No. No, what's, what's, right. what's, what's your prediction? Two one. Uh, same thing to as me. Leicester. Okay, very good. <laughs> All right. So. Um, Next one, we have uh, Manchester United are home to Watford. I think United, although they've had a few slip-ups here, I think they bounce back and win 3-1 to one over Watford. See, now I, I have a United win as well, but I have a 1-0 um, because I think Watford's going to be flying high uh, from their FA Cup win. Um, and I think they're going to use that to kind of galvanize, uh, even though they have 13 days off uh, now. But um, I think they're going to be riding high. There's going to be high emotions. Uh, and United looks like they're struggling a bit in the league. Yeah. All right, so the final game of the day has uh, Everton traveling to London to face West Ham. Yep. Uh, I'm going with 2-1 uh, to one to the Toffees. Sammy? Same, 2-1. Uh, Simon, what you got for that game? West Ham versus Everton at West Ham. Uh, I'm going to say 3-2 Everton. Very good. Um, then Sunday, first game, there's only two, but the first game we have uh, Chelsea heading to Cardiff. Um, I'm going to go one nothing Chelsea in a very ugly, ugly, scrappy game. I agree with you, but I have uh, two to one Chelsea because they can't sort their defense for some reason. Very good. All right. So, and then in the late match, we're also going to get your pick on the next two as well, uh, Simon. So in the late match, we have the thigh rubber as Spurs head to Anfield to face Liverpool. Um, despite the fact that Tottenham has been struggling they seem to be there when it's time to play the big sides. I'm going 1-1 one, one draw. Hmm. I don't know about that. Okay. Liverpool, apparently when it matters, again, plays well, uh, as we saw against Munich uh, away in Germany. Um, I see, and Mane now apparently scores in big games. 
which was the criticism leveled against him prior to two weeks ago. Um, he's now scored, in, I think, four successive matches uh, in all competitions. I am going to go with a 3-1 Liverpool win, making a statement to City, and then eventually falling short of that statement. Got it. Simon, what do you got? Well, with the break, I think one of the things we talked about Liverpool's uh, issues involving is uh, being gassed. I think they'll get some rest. Um, I think they come out and they stick it to Tottenham. I think they're angry about today. Um, I think they win 2-0. Okay, very good. And then Monday night football is back, boys. So uh, finally got an afternoon game on Monday. And we have uh, Newcastle travel to your boys' arsenal. Uh, yeah. Geordies will make it a very scrappy affair just because that's what the Geordies do. But the, I think the Gunners win easily 3-1. to one. I've got 3-1 as well. Um, I think Miguel Amarone is going to provide something that we haven't seen um, from you know Newcastle uh, at our ground. Uh, with his speed and his versatility. Um, but I think we overpower them, uh, and our forward line all of a sudden is hitting on all cylinders. Uh, I, You know, we've been scoring goals left and right. Uh, not an issue. Um, I've got 3-1 as well. Uh, Simon, what you got for your boys? Uh, Almiron terrifies me, to be perfectly honest. He, he owned John Joe Kenny in our match. I mean, he owned him. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I hope that uh, Scrooge and Mustafi, uh, they leave Doesn't him in, play. in Qatar or wherever we're going for, <laughs> to train for the next couple of days. Maybe somebody down there will sign him for like a fucking bag of beans or something. But um, I just leave him on purpose. Right, right. So I, I, sa- I said earlier this season, I said we should be given a free goal uh, whenever Mustafi's in the team. Because he's that much of a liability. The, we should just start 1-0 up. The because... funny thing is that he's been playing better at right back than he ever does at center back. <laughs> I know. Um, he's never played there before in no, his life. No, no. It's like Bull Durham. Don't think it hurts the ball club. Right? Just... <laughs> I love quotes from Bull Durham. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just... You're getting all the snaps today. You're very generous with your snaps. You know that? Well, I think it'll... Someone, someone's been entertaining. I'm like my co-host. Ooh, burn. <laughs> it's the Malort, Sam. Um, fair enough. Fair I enough. think th- I think the, the Gunners will do it. I think we are riding high. Um, I I'll, I'll make another prediction. I predict that you will see the Aubameyang, Lacazette, Ramsey, Nozel, uh, fearsome foursome again. Um, I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. A Newcastle yep. always scores against us. I think that'll happen again. I, but I think that Arsenal will turn it on in the second half. I say four one. Very nice. Oh, four one. All right, so we are old. Yeah, no shit, we're old. Again, uh, we had one sub, and uh, I scored the opener. Um, Give me a self-fill pat on the back. Um, But uh, we ended up losing 5-3 to uh, after giving ourselves a 2-0 lead because midway through the second half, we essentially died. I think we gave up four goals in about a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, and it was all just dumb, tired mistakes. Yeah, Uh, Two of those were back passes that were left short. Um, or given directly to the opposition mm-hmm. um, with little or no pressure on us. Um, it's just one of those things, again, you know, if our, uh, I don't know who from DU actually listens, but uh, show the fuck up to games and we might win. 
Yeah, it would be it would it would be nice if we if we had a couple of subs, it would make a world of yeah. difference. Because that was a game we we set up a, a strategy. It worked really well. We were good throughout the entire match. For a minute and a half, we fell apart and we found ourselves losers. So it really really sucked. Now we did rattle the crossbar a couple times. We hit a you know a post here or there. We um we had some good chances and we couldn't put them away. Uh, but Scotty, welcome back. Yeah, good great to have, to have Scotty back. Played very well as well. Yeah, uh, once great. he found his feet. First half looked a little rusty. Couple things that he doesn't normally do. Been eleven weeks since he's played. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but he needed to find uh, his feet. But he looked great. Had yeah, a good game. no, absolutely. Oh, uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Sammy. Any parting words? I do. I just want to say uh, Happy St. Patty's Day to everybody. Um, I want to do my general PSA that I do every year uh, and make sure that you all are aware. Paddy is short for Parg which is the Gaelic version of Patrick. It is P-A-D-D-Y, not P-A-T-T-Y in Ireland. P-A-T-T-Y is short for Patricia, not Patrick. Who's a lady. Ex- thank you. Yes. Yes. I think she identifies as a woman. Yes. So you don't do that, right? right. It's Paddy, not Patty. Thank you. Excellent. Well, um, Simon, thank you so much for joining us. You have fun? I had a great time. Thanks for having me, guys. Excellent. We'll definitely have you back again when uh, when he's feeling really bullish of himself. I'll bring you in just to knock him down a peg or two. Bring the Malort. Excellent. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us again, boys and girls. For Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. Um, hangovers are just not to be messed with, kiddos. Till next time, everybody. Get the Advil in. Boy, you ought to listen to your old pappy. And stop drinking so much. I don't so much Shut up, boy. You drink all day and you drink all night. And, son, you know that that ain't right. Well, well, Pappy, you just give me a chance. I can... Shut up, boy. Boy, you're looking thin as a twig. I know that. Look like to your dear old Pappy, you're about to blow your wig. I ain't going to blow my wig, Pappy. What's the use of getting sober when you're gonna get drunk again? Old Sam done something fine when he brought back good whiskey. Jazzercise. <laughs> you can dig it. <laughs> Who is the man? Shut, <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. <laughs> Shaft! And you can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it! Yeah. Sponsored by Kangle. Yeah. See? <laughs>